Welcome back to another episode of the Middle School Athletic Director Podcast. Um, it's officially March. It is March 1st. Uh, so there's a lot of great things happening in March, right? That's why they call it March Madness. If you're a basketball fan, um, right, that tournament's fixing to kick off, whether it be on the girls' side or the boys' side. Um, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know I am I bleed orange. I am Clemson through and through. Uh, but it may be another year that the the South Carolina Gamecocks women's team uh, pulls out a championship. They've they've got a pretty good uh, thing rolling right now, so we'll see, right? So if you're if you're a basketball fan, a lot of good to look forward to. The other thing about March Madness is it's really the kickoff of the state AD uh, conference season. So um, really hope that you know we've we've talked about it the past couple of episodes. Really hope you've registered to go to your state conference and um, and, and are able to do that this spring. If yours hap- if yours is happening in March and April, um, again a very great opportunity to learn and grow um, in this profession. So. Um, and if I'm going to be at a good bit of some of the state conferences. So if, if I'm around, you see my name, uh, please, please stop by and, and, and see me. Um, so today we we're talking about an episode or talking about a topic that we've kind of touched on in other episodes, but we really haven't had a dedicated episode, uh, for this topic. And that is the dual role athletic director. Um, whether it be a teacher AD assistant principal AD. We even talk about an adjunct um, AD. So maybe somebody that doesn't work in the building um, and has another job that comes over and does the AD stuff in the evening. So a lot of great stuff packed into this episode. Um, We hope that you get better from it. But before we dive in, here's a word from our sponsors. Bring your school's legacy to life with the Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Our interactive display highlights your greatest moments and top performers, both past and present, across athletics, academics, and the arts. But it's also so much more. With our one-of-a-kind content program, we help you every step of the way so you can tell more compelling stories that will engage your whole community. BoxOut gives you the ability to create graphics at the speed of sports to highlight your athletic department, teams, and student-athletes in seconds. Used and trusted by Notre Dame, Ohio State, UConn, Marquette, Georgetown, and many more of the top college brands in the country. If you want your school's brand to stand out through all the clutter, start your free demo at boxoutsports.com. This is Game Time. Neptune Game Time creates a high-energy game day atmosphere that your players and fans will love. Every song in our database is 100% lyric safe which means you can stop screening music for good. GameTime also provides custom messaging to help you promote your upcoming events, concessions, and event-specific announcements. And it gives you the opportunity to sell sponsorships on your station that will generate revenue for your athletic department. Amp up your game day with GameTime. Welcome back to another one. Uh, I think we got a great topic. Uh, today, I think one that we, we've touched on definitely in season one, um, and we've we've hit on a little bit in, in different topics, but we really hadn't focused on uh, the AD being a multi-role uh, position, uh, not just the athletic director, but possibly being a teacher, uh, an assistant principal, and things like that. So uh, I think we got a great one. Uh, today, we are speaking with Jason Bruce, who is a certified athletic administrator through the NIAAA, and he is the athletic director at Loveland Middle School in Ohio. So, Jason, thanks for jumping on with us. 
Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So, you know, within, you know, the next two or three minutes or so to tell, tell the listeners more, a little bit about you and um, kind of what, what led you to being an AD. Awesome. Um, it was, you know, many steps along the way, as most people are, uh, started off teaching math, uh, middle school level math, did that for 10 years along the way. Um, actually, while in college, I got my start coaching. Uh, my mentor allowed me to sit on the bench and coaching practices and things. And so it kind of got me projected there, there down the line and uh, got to do some high school coaching and varsity assistant along the way. Uh, girls basketball, boys basketball, even down in the football, down in the junior high ranks. Um, so I always knew that I wanted to be involved in athletics outside of my own, you know, playing days when I was in school. Um, and it was a natural fit teaching coach. So I thought it was awesome. Um, and then I got the administration bug, which I think a lot of people do and um, went and got my administrator's license, um, ended up becoming an, uh, an assistant principal for several years. Um, a couple other school districts came back to Loveland, where I'm at now. Um, and this is, I think, my 10th year as an administrator in Loveland, um, sixth year as ADAP. Um, and I probably have one of the most unique roles when it comes to that AP piece, uh, when it comes to AD life. Um, I oversee all special education in our building. Um, so I know a lot of the ADAP combos are typically the ones that oversee discipline and things like that. So it's unique for me. It's unique for a lot of folks. Um, it's very time consuming. Um, one of the biggest things that uh, I see with this is, you know, you finish up your game 7.30, 8 o'clock, you get home 8.30, 9 o'clock, and all of a sudden you got to be back in the morning at 7 a.m. for a meeting, for a, for an IEP meeting. So it is um, not unusual to have 13, 14-hour days, um, and typically during basketball season, which we're in right now, we're looking at Monday through Thursday every week, uh, occasionally Friday if we got wrestling meets, Um so it's it's uh, very interesting. It's a it's a tough life. You literally from seven a.m. until seven thirty eight o'clock at night. Um, that's that's the life. Um, so it's it's a great one. It's a fun one. You get to meet a lot of kids and be involved in a lot of action. But uh, I'd say my role is probably pretty unique in the the world of AD life. Well, good deal. Yeah. So before we jump into uh, the the great uniqueness of of ads. Um, so what what do you do? Because you just said right, it's it's a full day's job. Um, so what is a hobby that you do uh, that maybe some people know, maybe some people don't um, about you that you really enjoy to do that kind of takes your mind and um, off of the the ad stuff, but it also kind of maybe relaxes you a little bit because it could be a very stressful uh, job. Uh, I have to say, my number one hobby is my kids. Um, so I've got a. Uh, sophomore in high school and an eighth grader and uh, you know just following them pretty much everywhere they go my oldest is a swimmer year round and and my youngest uh, plays soccer and futsal pretty much year round so I'm always involved in something when it comes to that um, and if they're not playing then we're probably toting them around to a practice or up at the park just kicking the soccer ball at them um, you know she's a goalie so we get to take out a little frustration to kick the soccer ball at them um, so, you know, those, that's really my hobby is, is just being with them when there's really nothing going on. We just like to be outside, um, sitting out on the back deck, listen to music, um, is rarely as that happens, but that's one of our favorite things. And if you can get a, a good, cool fall evening where the fire pit comes out, that's even better. So those are that, you know, that's the relaxing piece of just being around family and, and friends and just being away from, you know, the actual job is what we're aiming for. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, we, we're always wanting, that, especially the weekends, right? You know, you know, I, you try to, you try to 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 keep the weekend sacred for family, but we understand that there's a lot of times there's tournaments and things like that that you got to be at the school. So, um, so we're gonna jump right, you know, kind of into the because I think there's gonna be a lot to kind of dive into this. Uh, but before we do, we want to uh, thank our our title sponsor, Wall of Fame. Uh, again, like you've heard plenty of times, they can. Uh, help bring your legacy to life at your school with their amazing touchscreen and um, web browsers and things like that. So please uh, look up uh, Vital Signs Wall of Fame um, if you need any type of uh, recognition software and, and different ways to recognize your, your teams, coaches, athletes, and things like that. All right, Jason. So again, big, big, big topic. Uh, again, middle school ADs, I haven't come across many that are full time. Um, and, you know, I've come across a couple maybe because they're in a big district, but, you know, they maybe even they still share a role at that point as the assistant high school AD, but they're the, the middle school AD. Um, so they're still really kind of sharing a role. Um, and so, you know, w what's it look like? I know I know a lot of them um, are teacher AD. Um, and but they're like you said, there there's they're some like you that are also. Um, APAD. So let's maybe let's maybe touch on the, the teacher first. Um, if if you're a teacher, but also the AD, maybe um, you know some struggles you've seen, but also some some strategies that that you have seen that that kind of helps to to get through that. Well, and I think it's a, it's a lot like the the teacher piece and the um, assistant principal piece are very similar in some of their struggles, and that there's just it's the time commitment. Um, you know, a teacher is going to have to be there the full school day as long as, as well as the assistant principal. So I think it becomes just, you know, balancing the other half of the job before you can actually get to the AD piece. Um, you know, and sometimes with that teacher role, you know, you talk about, okay, I've got to grade papers. I got to plan for the next week. I got to, you know, go to teacher meetings, department meetings, whatever it may be. So there's a, there's so many pulls away from the, the designated um, athletic director time that it's, We'd like to believe and and pretend that it's truly a half and half split from most of those situations, but the reality isn't. You know, it's it's almost two full jobs in one. Um, so I think the biggest thing that is is being able to find something that works for you, a system that works for you. And I'll I'll tell you, and it's not it's not a plug, but uh, Google Docs has been one of the greatest things in the world for me. Um, and just for the simple fact that I can get it on my phone, I can get it on any laptop, computer, anywhere I'm at. And, you know, you, you're always getting that, you know, 645 text. Hey, you know, what time am I supposed to practice tomorrow? It's like, well, hold on a second, you know, and you got to pull up Google Sheets and you figure it out. So I do just about everything in Google Sheets. And I, and I think that that's where anybody that is a dual role has got to find what works for them. Um, and I know there's a lot of teachers out there that do this and, um, it's in our area, it's becoming fewer and fewer um, that are dual roles. There are more and more full-time um, athletic directors, at least in our conference. And we're, we're a conference of fairly large size division one schools. Division one here in, in Ohio is the largest division. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, we're creeping slowly and slowly um, to that point. But it is, it is just finding the, the balance. It's finding the time, finding the way to do what that works for you. Um, and that's, you know, that's the same with when it comes to me. And there's a lot of times where I'm struggling an hour before a game just to come up with the money box, just to get it going. Cause I thought I was going to have the time in the morning. Um, and all of a sudden something came up and I got pulled into another meeting. 
Um, so it's that's the biggest key to all of it is finding your balance and finding the things that work for you. Um, and one of my big suggestions with that is talk to folks, call around to people in your your uh, conference or those schools around you and say, hey, what works for you? What doesn't? Um, I've been blessed that I've a worked with a lot of great uh, athletic directors over the years as coaches, um, but I'm surrounded by some really, really good ones that anytime I pick up the phone and call them, they're going to answer and they're going to give me their thoughts and, um, you know, their wisdom for many years. So I think it's leaning on. You know, those folks that have been there, done that, um, I think is super important as well. Yeah. So like you said, trying to find that balance, uh, sometimes it's, it's, it's still even hard. Cause again, I, myself, I was a teacher, teacher AD when I was at the middle school level and, um, it, so you have a planning, right. You know, hopefully you have a planning sometime during the day. Um, but a lot, of, like you said, a lot of that time is you've got a team meeting or you've got a, uh, a parent meeting or you've got at that point you're trying to grade uh, assignments and or prepare for the next day or whatever. So you can't use that hour or so to go get the money box or to go try to start setting up the the, the gym or painting the field and then things like that, um, because you you got to do your 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 main job. Right. You're right. We all to me, I always thought, you know, the AD was my main job, but that that that's not what was paying the bills, right? You know, especially right. at the middle school level. It's 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 the the main job, the teacher, the AP. And so I've 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 always asked again, you know, I, I think I got it one time. Um, you know, if you can, you know, ask maybe the, the, the administration. I understand I got my my teaching um uh planning. Is there a way that I can have an athletic director planning? Um, if there's not, uh, because of the way the schedule's made up, is there a way that I don't have morning or afternoon duty? Um, and, and that way, that, that way that can kind of quote unquote, or I don't have a home room or I don't have something like that. So that can kind of be that, that AD time, um, to, to be able to get some things done. But yeah, that's tough because just like you said, even if I am able to get out and paint the field or I have to really not able to, but I have to go out and paint the field during that planning. Then I know when I get home at eight o'clock at night, now I'm going to spend another hour or two grading papers. Um, so, I mean, what, I mean, any, any suggestions uh, with, with that? I understand I'm a big Google uh, person as well. Uh, people that have listened um, and, and the fans of it, of, of the middle school AD have, have heard Google a lot. We, we actually had two episodes just on Google. Uh, so I think Google is, is your friend. Um, but you know, what, what do you say to those, those, those teacher ADs that, uh, do get a little frustrated, uh, especially on the, the, the school side of it, right. Or the, the, the teaching side of it. Absolutely. I, I think big, be your biggest advocate and, you know, they're going to say no, if you don't ask, um, you know, and, and I think often, you know, and now I see the administrative side from it and, and just teachers coming to us for things in general, not necessarily an AD piece like this, but, you know, we, we haven't thought of all the answers because we don't know the questions that are being, that, that need to be asked. And I think, you know, the teachers that are stuck in that AD role, I think having the conversations with your admin and, and potential um, solutions, like you said, maybe it's no, you know, no homeroom, or maybe we're only teaching four bells instead of five, something like that. Coming with some of those possible scenarios, I think, are, are very important. But, you know, continuing to advocate for yourself, I think, is the biggest piece. 
Um, and I think one of the things that to look at is keeping track of hours. How many hours are you spending truly on athletic directing uh, the director duties? How many hours are you spending at games per week? And I think that those are things that you can bring to the table and say, hey, look, here's here's where we're at. Here's what I'm trying to do. And maybe it's a uh, how about you guys give me a, a site supervisor for X amount of days per season? At least mm -hmm. that gives me some kind of relief um, to where I can be home and I can see my kids or I can just you know, get time back, um, you know, and it's so valuable. But I think being able to think outside the box, now that's such a cliche term, but think different than than what the admin probably have been thinking about it. Um, and they may not know the problems. They might not understand that you're spending that much time there. So if if you're not speaking up and coming up with the solutions or potential solutions, you know, I don't think anything's ever going to change. So, I, you know, my biggest thing is, is talk, you know, have, be your biggest advocate and then incorporate the high school ADs. Um, you know, start talking to them about thoughts on how they can maybe help eliminate, you know, the, the part of the problem or the stress that goes with it. Obviously, they're going to see the job vastly different than maybe a building principal would. So having that high school AD in your corner is, is a really good thing as well. And it's never meant to like catch somebody or go behind somebody's back. But it's also about everybody understanding what the what the job is about and what it entails and the hours, um, you know, and, and having to deal with all of the other pieces that go with it. Um, that are just even outside of games. We've got to be there for parent nights. We've got to be there for, you know, especially the teacher role. They're they're still having to going to be there for conferences mm -hmm. and all of the teacher stuff outside of the classroom. Then throw all of the other pieces on there. So um, I think it becomes just talking, speaking up, um, asking for help, and then even leaning on your maintenance department a little bit. See if they can help you paint the fields. Um, and once again, they they may not know you need that help. Um, until you speak up and ask for it. So I, you know, that's a big, big thought of mine. Just advocate for yourself. Yeah, that goes back, I think, to the second episode of of uh, the second season is is to, you know the department of one, right? Middle school, most of the time we're the department of one, and you know how can you you know, uh, justify and tell uh, and help and get help, right? Uh, sometimes again, if if you just ask your your soccer coach, like, hey, I need you to paint the field this season. There's no way I can do it. A lot of times that they'll be like, "Hey, yeah, I, I want to do it because it's, you know, quote unquote, my field. I want it to look a certain way and 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 things like that." They they actually may take a little bit better care of it uh, than I would as an a, as an AD. Um, so you know, doing things like that. And but you 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 kind of brought up a great point. Is a lot of people thinks that or think that athletic directors just show up to games and that's it. That's all we do. We just show up to games and we take tickets and we tell people they can't come in. Because without a clear bag, right? It and it, it that our job is those two, three, four hours, however long that the, the games are. Um, but they get right. They don't see all the background stuff. They don't see all the the eligibility and collecting paperwork and collecting. You know, if you have sport insurance and the the evaluations you have to do of coaches and um, the 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 meetings that you have all the time because parents aren't happy with playing time and you know all all of those things. Um, you know, are, are really the, the, the job, the perk is being able to finally get to the game and stand there and watch for, for a little bit, right. Still not staying there watching the entire game, but you still get to, you know, kind of stand and breathe for a little bit. Yeah. That's the best part. Watching kids do great things. Um, you know, and that you, you wouldn't have stone practice all week long. And then it gets to, you know, come to a fruition on a Wednesday or Thursday or whatever it is game day is, you know, and watching your kids that you form these relationships with, go out and do great things. You know, that's, that's really what the job is about. 
Um, but the problem is in order to get to that, you're four, five, six, seven months in planning. Um, and it is like everything you said, and then there's buses and then there's, you know, just navigating officials and, you know, crowds and all of the other pieces that go with it. And, you know, a game may start at four 30, you started setting up at three 15. Mm -hmm. So there is, you know, there, there's not a whole lot of downtime. Um, but you're right. I think a lot of people think, Oh, it's just a game. You're there for the game and that's it. Um, there's so much more that goes into it. And, and now, um, there's just, it, it seems like there's even more, there's more for, uh, forms that you got to be managing. There's more eligibility you got to be take care of. Um, and then these ever changing, um, laws here in Ohio that we've got to be taking care of as far as eligibility and stuff. So it's, there's a lot more to the, to the job, um, than people could ever imagine. Um, you know, somebody once said to me that, oh, it's, it's just buses and balls. You know, you just got to worry about having buses there and have the basketballs or the footballs ready. And I'm like, well, I wish it was just that because mm -hmm. I take a whole lot of time back. Um, right. So, yeah. So it's, it's, it's so much more than that. And it's, you know, I'm, we're already right now um, here at the end of January, I'm scheduling for um, tennis in the fall and looking at scheduling some um, basketball games in the winter already. So mm -hmm. you're all, you're always several months ahead of time. So, you know, it's, yeah. It's if, if you want to do your job, right. Right. If you want to do right. it right. There are again, just like any any profession, there are some that just that just schedule officials and, and transportation, and and I thought a lot of times you can tell, right? You show up to that school and you're like, okay, yeah, there, there's <laughs> this this is somebody that maybe just got thrown into it and I really don't really care about it and just doing it, um, or like I said, just doesn't have the the, the time. Um, now I was gonna say, you know, we're also a sports information director now, right? We were talking before we got on on, on you know you know the middle school level you know, putting out things on social media and, and, and things like that, because a lot of people don't go to websites anymore. And a lot of middle schools don't have an athletic website. Right. So right. if parents got a question, they don't, they, they can never find it. Um, but, you know, so a lot of people go to the social media to try to find the answers, right. To, to whatever the question is, is, is the game canceled? What time is the game? What, you know, th things like that. And um, so if, if we're not doing that as either, right. Then, um, then we're going to be answering more phone calls and emails um, because people don't know the information. So, um, And those questions always happen 20 minutes before the game starts. So no matter what you're doing, you got to go answer those phone calls or those emails. So it's, yeah, the, the more you've got it up and we've been lucky that our middle school and high school share the same um, seven through 12 athletics website um, where, you know, you can find just about everything you need, including schedules and things. Um, that's been a change over the last couple of years. So, that's we're very, very lucky to have that. But, you know, as everything, that's a pretty significant cost to have a, a substantial website. So, you know, you got to look at budgets and how does that fit in? Is it worth it? Those things. So it does help. It, it takes a lot of the uh, um, the burden off of the athletic director to have to answer those questions all the time. If you've got a, a one stop shop for them to go to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, is the um, the APAD. Uh, different. I understand, you know, maybe the assistant principal may have a little more time during the day um, to get some things done because they're not stuck in a classroom. If you, if you want to say, you know, that you can kind of maneuver your, your, your time around a little bit more. Um, but, you know, with AP, there comes a whole other, um, you know, slew of, of issues, not just having to teach and grade papers and things like that. So is there really any, any, um, other differences 
that you could think of uh, for the APAD? Uh, I think the biggest one is there is flexibility with the with the AP piece. Um, you know, you know, as a teacher, you're going to be teaching from this bell to this bell, from this time to this time. Um, there is the flexibility with the assistant principal piece, but there's also emergencies arise. Um, and the time that you had set aside, you know, it's maybe it's one o'clock to three o'clock to get everything ready for the day's game. Um, you know, all of a sudden something came up and you've got parents that need to talk to you, or there's a situation down at the board office you need to attend to like all of a sudden that time just got ate up. Mm -hmm. Um, so there it, it's, it's great to have the flexibility. Um, but often you're so busy that you still don't have that flexibility. Um, and what time you do have can often be taken for other things that since you're in charge of it, you've got to be, you know, the one that, that, uh, goes and takes care of it. So, um, I think it's all of the same, same stuff. It's the same challenges and the same battles, um, that we, that we face, um, either way. So yeah, it's, it's, I would say that it's tough being a teacher in AD and being an assistant principal in AD are, um, extremely tough. If you're an AD slash anything. Um, no matter what it is, um, it's tough because your time gets eaten up and what you thought was going to be your time for the athletics isn't always your time for athletics. Yeah. And like I said, I can, I can see it from y'all side because obviously the AP is always going to come before the AD. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and I've got, I've got some good friends that all they see, like I said, it, they're the typical discipline right they, they they deal with the discipline and that's all they do all day it's like you know i can never get outside i can never do anything else because i'm always dealing with discipline um and it could be just little minor things about not wearing your id and things like that or it could be you know something very serious um obviously if it's very serious it's going to take your entire day and mm -hmm. um so i can see where that you know where, where teachers you know if there's an issue usually you get rid of them right you, and the assistant principal is the one that comes and gets them and so like you said, as, as the assistant principal, I could be out there painting, painting the field and then get that phone call saying, Hey, we need assistance. And you know, then the field is halfway painted. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I've never, I've never been the APAD, but I could see that too. You know, again, as the teacher, you're always looking like, Oh, I, I'd be great to be an APAD because you have time. Um, right. but you know, really looking at it that you might not have as much time. Yeah. And often the buck stops with you whether it's athletics or whatever other piece that you're dealing with, the buck stops with you. Um, and that's not to minimize the teacher role at all because the buck of teaching the class still stops with, stops with that teacher. So there's all of the planning and the preparation and the grading of papers um, that they have to worry about, but it is, it's tough. It is no matter what the other half is um, unless there are some real true time constraints and barriers that are put in place to not allow things to overlap. It is tough. It's extremely tough. Um, so you just, and, and one of the things that I found is I've, I've really got to take advantage of the time when things are slow and I have the ability to grab an extra hour and dedicate it to its athletics. You got to take advantage of it um, because you never know when you're then going to have to turn around and give up three hours. So, yeah. So for, so for the, the AP slash ADs that are listening, and that can kind of ma manipulate their schedule. We understand that it still may be um, where you have set things where the principal says you always meet at this time or whatever. But would you recommend more maybe when you're trying to make the schedule to focus uh, more on the athletics in the morning or in the afternoon? Which one do you seem 
uh, see that kind of gets more interrupted? Um, so I try to I, I try to put the athletic piece in the afternoon because then I can roll right into setup for games and things like that. We have a ton of meetings that start at seven o'clock in the morning for special ed. So I, I have to spend, you know, obviously that morning piece, no matter what. Uh, working in that world. So for me, it's pretty much just knock the first half of the day out with the AP role and then roll into the athletics, um, you know, with, you know, setting up for a football game, you know, is everybody thinks it takes, you know, half an hour, but that can take an hour, hour and a half. Um, you know, once you're talking about blowing out the stands, you got to get the press box ready, all these things. So, you know, those are a lot of things that can't be had, can't be done in the morning as well. Um, just be, you know, the time of the day and all of that stuff. So I like to start the morning off with the AP stuff and then roll into the athletic director uh, role. And I, for me, it just worked better because um, I actually, I'm very lucky. I've got two offices. So I have an office up in the main office um, that I use in the morning. And then I have a, an athletic office that's right off the gym. Um, so I go back there, try it about halfway through the day um, and then kind of switch mentally switch roles um, but it allows me to be around everything that I need. Mm -hmm. And that's, if I had to just operate out of the front office, I think it would be tougher for me um, because I wouldn't be around everything that I needed for the AD piece. Um, so that's kind of why I, I, I structure things the way I do. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, even, even for the APs, but also for teachers, if your classroom, if your AP office, if, if wh whichever the situation is your AD office as well, that that's where I, I can see that the AD will, will always get pushed to the side. Um, because if I'm sitting in my classroom and working on the athletic stuff and, and doing things like that, and another teacher walks in, a student walks in, a assistant principal walks in, they think I'm working on school stuff, which I mean, technically I am, but you know, you're working on the athletic piece of it. Um, but if, if you can find an area to, to separate yourself, I think that that's great. Like I said, I've known, I knew an AD as well. Like, uh, they had a storage closet that really wasn't being used, um, and they they just put a, a desk in there. And again, you have Wi-Fi all over the all over the, the the school, so you know they just they put a desk in there, and he would do the same thing. You know, he would separate himself, go sit in that that closet, that makeshift office. Um, but but he was able to separate um, like that as well, and like I say, cut off the 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 school brain and cut on the athletic brain. Um, so yeah, if you if you can find a, a spot like that. Uh, that that's great. Um, I know we don't want to hit too much on it, but you also have those athletic directors that aren't teachers or aren't assistant principals, right? Every now and then you may have a community member that's an, uh, an athletic director, um, depending on, you know, the way your makeup is, or I've even had substitutes that have been athletic directors. Um, and you never know where that substitute is going to be, right? You know, they could be at the elementary that day. They could be at the high school. And, you know, um, so, you know, just just briefly, uh, if, if you, you know, from the administration side of it, um, you know, if if you are an administrator that that's that's listening or if you're you are an, an AD that that has basically that we call them adjuncts, um, but that mm -hmm. off campus um, athletic director. Uh, I mean, what's what, what's a couple pointers for that? Because, you know, their job is going to be, you know, maybe that hopefully they can get out by three or four o'clock, but their their job is going to be nine to three at their 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 normal job and then having to, to come over to uh, the school afterwards. I think from the admin side, it, it's given the support that they need and checking in on them every now and then. Um, I've got a phenomenal principal that 
you know, comes to me, hey, how are things going? You know, where are things at? What help do you need? Um, and I think that's, if as an administrator, if you find that you have a, uh, an athletic director that's in that type of situation where they're showing up at 3, 3.30, because that's how it has to be, be willing to help. And I know that things like staying after school for an extra half an hour, an hour is not necessarily what some people want, but man, it, it many hands do like work. I mean, you can go out there and you can pull out a, a scores table and help set up some chairs like that. There's, there's so much time that can be saved and it just, it just feels good to have people that help you and support you. Um, so I would say you know, from the admin side, like help them out, check in on them, see how they're doing. And I would fight for them, fight for them to get somebody to help them out, fight for maintenance to help or the custodial staff or whatever it may be. Um, and I think the thing that we run into is I think a lot of people have great intentions and it's not that they are, they're not supporting the athletic directors. It's they don't know what to do or they don't know what the job really entails. Um, the, you know, uh, high school athletic director that I know very well, you know, basically said, hey, there's nobody else that knows your job mm -hmm. unless they've been an AD, you know, and they don't understand, you know, just simple things like at the end of the night, putting away 25 folding chairs, you know, the padded ones that are really nice. Well, those things are heavy. Mm -hmm. So you get about 15, 20 chairs in and you've been there since seven o'clock in the morning. Your back's hurting. You're tired. You just want to get out of there. Oh, well, now there's a spill where the bench was. So now you got to clean that up. So all these little things that, you know, nobody that's that uh, hasn't done the job, they don't understand it and, and trying to figure those things out. So I would say, hey, check in on those ADs, give them some help, show up to a basketball game and tell them to go home early. Um, that's a huge thing. Um, when I was just an administrator um, several years ago, one of the things that I did for my my AD at that time was, hey, you give me one game every two weeks, you've got it set up, and I'm just going to take over for you. Now, I also loved the job, so that was, mm. you know, wanted to be an, an AD myself, but that was great for him. He got to go home. I took care of everything at the end of the night, cleaned it up, you know, got everything ready for the next day. Um, so I think the support, just being there, asking if they need help, you know, giving them whatever they need, and then being willing to chip in a little bit is um, is awesome. That you, I don't think people understand how how far that goes. And even at the end of the game, you know, when kids help put chairs away, mm -hmm. well, that's amazing. You know, that's just you, when you're doing it four nights a week and you're setting them up and tearing them down every day, um, it gets old. Um, so having some kind of support uh, is a beautiful thing. Yeah, and I mean that that goes along with with asking, right, and and, and communicating because I, I've been in both scenarios. I've been where uh, at, at a school with you know that that I'm the, there's the AD, but then I've got a, a principal there, an AP or whoever. But the principal instructed the assistant principals, and then herself, they're the ones staying after the game, and because she, she told me straight up, she said. She goes, when the buzzer sounds, after you count the money, after you do all the stuff you need to do, go home. I, you know, I you, you don't you don't need to sit here with the 10 students that don't have a ride, right? <laughs> or, you know, you 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 need to go home. And um, and you know, I'll stay here um with with, with the students and 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 things like that. But I've had the other extreme where uh I had a administration, principal, ASP, all of them, when the buzzer sounded, they were gone. Um, and then, so if, if a student came to the game, maybe they weren't even, maybe they weren't even an, you know, an athlete, but if they came to watch the game, but you know, they say the game was over at eight o'clock and they're not getting picked up till nine 30. Well, 
I'm the one still standing there at 930, um, you know, waiting on them to get picked up. And so, you know, asking things like that, and especially if, if you're a teacher and an AD, that's an hour and a half that I could have been home with my kids, working on schoolwork, whatever I needed to do. But instead, now I'm going straight home, going to sleep. Right. And um, so, again, even if it's that, if you can't get like we talked about earlier, if you can't get a a, a no duty uh, time, if you can't uh, not have a homeroom or or whatever the the, the, your schedule may look like, ask, hey, can can y'all be the ones that stay after the game? Um, You know, I'll do what I need to do. I'll I'll shut everything down. You know, I'll I'll finish out the, the athletic part of it. But if there's if there's kids waiting around, you know, can, can y'all can y'all watch them, right? So I, so I can go home and, and see my family, uh, just like y'all y'all want to do. And you know, and a lot of times they don't realize that the toll um, the families take uh, from an athletic director because we're we're never home. And if you have young kids, you know, if their bedtime's at seven o'clock, well, and you come home at eight o'clock, you know, three out of the five school nights, right? Then again, that's that that's missed time. So. Um, you know, I, I think that's a that's a phenomenal point. You know, I, I, the amount of time away from families, their own family, that ads give up is is substantial. Um, you know, and it's I'm lucky because my 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 kids are older, so their bedtime obviously is much later than that than they were. You know, when they were second and third grade. So when I get home, just about every night they're still awake, so I still get to see them, talk to them, see how their day was, and you know, practices and things like that. But you know, there is an expectation with the job that unfortunately you're probably going to have to give up things within your family that you don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. and I've missed my own kids sporting events. Um, you know, we've, there's been times where I'm sitting on the sideline on my phone as my wife is doing, you know, like a screencast of a game and I'm watching it and watching, you know, my, mm-hmm. my school's teams play and things like that. But, you know, those are the things that unfortunately we do, we do give up and it is a balance. And, and like you said, any time that we can get, you know, 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half, two hours back of that time, it's, I mean, it, it's invaluable. And it's, especially when your kids are, you know, going and, and doing all kinds of things, it's just time. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you the last time during the season that I really sat down at the dinner table with my wife and my two kids um, just because of timing of stuff. And, and that's, you know, those are things that unfortunately we do give up and we give them up for the, the kids at our own school which wouldn't trade it for the world, but being able to have that back every now and then is something that's pretty awesome. Yeah. But if you've got in a principal that is willing to work with you, like say, Hey, go home, you know, you at least see, they, they get it. Your, your, your spouse at least sees your kids at least sees, okay. That, that, that administrator is trying to work um, with, with that AD. Um, again, it, it's, it's when you have that, that non-balance, that's, that's, that's the issue. Um, Absolutely. But so I, I think I think we 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 did a, a good job in, in speaking on this for the past thirty minutes or so. Um, um is there any other uh, things that you can think of maybe that we didn't speak on to kind of wrap this wrap this up? Uh, I think one of the biggest things, and, and I touched on it a little bit, is is creating your network. Um, that has been so valuable for me, um, and just talking to the folks that have been in it for for a long time. But also, you know, talking to some of those newbies that you that that are there in the same boat as you, um, you know, they may have gotten some great advice from somebody at one point that they can share. Um, but I, like I said, I've I've got some um, 
some wise veterans, I guess you can say, in the in the AD game um, that are around me that I, you know, text or email or call um, whenever there's things coming up just to bounce off of them. Say, hey, how, how would you handle this? And, you know, what, have you ever been in this type of situation? I think that is as important um, as finding um, what works for them, you know, whether it's a Google Docs or whether, you know, whatever it may be. It's just having a support system of people that know your job. Um, and like I said, you know, I had an AD tell me that nobody knows your job unless they've done your job. And, um, you know, rely on those folks around you. If you can get out and you can get classes through NIAAA, get them. Um, that helps you make connections right there because those folks that are teaching them, I mean, they, they basically, they're doing it for all the right reasons. So they're doing it to spread the, the knowledge of the AD world but also make those connections. Um, you know, so those are the, those are some of the biggest pieces of advice advice that I would give for any AD, whether it's new, you know, been there for several years, the sixth year myself, I'm still trying to talk to other ADs. Hey, how would you handle this? What do you think? Um, this is how I want to set up this tournament. Can you see like any potential issues, those types of things. So it's just making connections as well. And, um, you know, acquiring that knowledge along the way, which ultimately helps you do your job better um, and often easier, which we can all use. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and anything to, to make it easy and, and speed it up is, 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 is very valuable. So before we head into the last section, we do want to thank vital signs again for uh, sponsoring uh, the middle school athletic director podcast and letting us being able to, to speak with, with people like Jason and, and bring this, um, you know, professional development to, to middle school um, athletic directors as well. So, um, so we kind of hit on it a little bit, but w what are you doing uh, to get better um, at, at, as an athletic director that, that maybe um, a listener can, can try as well? Um, so I, I did just finish up my CAA um, a couple months ago through the NIAAA. Um, so I, I think, you know, getting through those courses have been super valuable and it's just, it's learning some rules and regulations and different aspects of things. Um, you know, there is the world where you can become um, uh, a sports administration degree. Um, I, I did a um, educational uh, degree. Um, so that, that there are other classes out there that'll let you evolve into, you know, um, understanding things a little bit better. You know, the biggest thing is, you know, I love going to our, our local conference um, meetings. And that's, you know, a lot of that is just, hey, throwing something out, asking questions like that. Um, never stop asking questions and never stop learning are, are some of the biggest things um, that you kind of run into. And then like through the National Federation of High School, they have a ton of free courses mm -hmm. and no plug there either. Um, ton of free courses that you can just go and you can do kind of at your own time. Um, and there's been things that I'm like, eh, I don't know if this is going to be very good or not, but sitting down and taking extra courses on bullying and hazing and things mm -hmm. as far as athletics. And it's even nice to have some courses on title nine that are refreshers for you. Um, that, you know, just kind of always, um, doing those things. We have a very, um, the OHSAA, the Ohio high school athletic association, um, is, uh, they do a very good job of getting out and about throughout the state and doing updates and then doing some workshops and things. So, Whenever some of those come up, um, now, unfortunately, it's time out of the building, but it's it's time well spent. Um, and then we also do our the um, OHSAA works with the OIAAA 
and, and does a conference in the state of Ohio. So trying to go to that and just learning from folks, just being around other folks and talking, um, you know, that's to me, that's one of the biggest things. That's the real world knowledge of the business. Um, you know, you can all day long, this is what should happen, but you know, what happened to you when all of a sudden at halftime of the football game, the sprinklers came on, how did you handle that? Um, you know, just this past week, I had a drip on my floor, um, pretty bad. The floor started buckling. I'm calling my business manager. Hey, can you come up here and help me do this? Um, and then you start working on what's your backup plan. Well, those are things that we've talked about, like, you know, how would you handle situations like this? Um, and at what point in time do you make the call to cancel the game or to move the mm -hmm. game? Those types of things. So it's, you know, having those conversations with folks and then just listening to others tell stories about things that they've lived um, in the athletic world is is very important to me. Yeah, and and, and kind of thinking ahead, if, if you know ADs that have gone through those situations, like, you know, if, if you hear about, hey, so-and-so sprinklers came on during the game, give them a call. Say, hey, you know, you can joke about it a little bit at first. Say, hey, you know, but all serious, what did you do, right? What You know, what what was your plan? So because inevitably at some time during my AD career, the sprinklers are going to come on during one of my games. And so uh, if I've got a little bit of knowledge about what somebody else did, um, that can that can help. Right. And uh, and like you said, all of all of well, not all the scenarios, but I would say a ton of the, the scenarios that you could go through are somewhere in one of the LTI uh, courses. Um, you know, you just find, find what, what you think that you need to, to work on and, and, uh, grow in, and you'll definitely find, um, some answers in there, if not in the class during the discussions of, cause it, it'll, it'll come up, right. You know, somehow another, you know, that topic will come up, um, you know, during your little table discussions and, um, and just like you said, you, you could grab numbers, um, from people and, you know, I, I can call. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll call him out. Like I can call Scott Jarvis in Ohio and say, Hey, I, what are you doing with this? Um, just because I've worked with him, I've, I've been with him and, um, and, and, and go from there, not Ohio, sorry, he's Iowa. Um, but, uh, but, you know, di calling different people in different States and, uh, just being able to, to, to bounce ideas off of them. And it all came from, you know, sitting at the table at those national conferences or, or even if you take the online webinars, uh, you still get to communicate with those people that are across the nation and, and get their their information. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm a big big believer on professional development, and you know, if, if anybody that's listened uh, to to this this podcast knows that, so um, definitely go out there and and, and get your your certifications. Um, even if CAA is maybe not a goal, uh, go out there and get your registered uh, middle school. Um, athletic yep. administration um, uh, one because th those two classes are very enlightening. Um, really, kind of dive into the the middle school brain a little bit and and the differences that you know you you may have a you may you know for basketball you may have a boy that's four ten and you may have a boy that's six ten, <laughs> right? And so how how do you deal with it? You know, so uh, yeah, because that was a, a situation I walked into my first year is is you know we we had your your normal you know, four ten, four eleven kid, but we also had a six ten giant that was an eighth grader. And um, you know, how do you how do you deal with with that? And um so again, always always looking to to grow is and is is definitely 
uh, one of my personal mottos. Yep. One other thing I'd recommend with that is, is know your building, know your complexes. Um, you know, we had a situation, we had a packed house kid coming in um, as an eighth grader, um, very highly ranked in the state of Ohio and across the country. And all of a sudden our wrestling coach comes out of the wrestling room, goes to turn off his lights and it's in a breaker panel and flips the wrong breaker. Mm. And, and that's the breaker for the emergency lights. And he flips it back on, thinks no problems. And all of a sudden I see one of the backboards slowly start coming down on the side. Um, so of course I'm going, okay, now, now what's going on here? This is going right into my student section. So I was lucky one of my other coaches were there. So I got him to watch So no, no kids were around the basket. And then I had to go find the remote, yep. you know, that the breaker, all these different things. So, but if, if I was not aware of where those pieces were, you know, we would have, we, we, we would have been, you know, in a, in a troubling situation there, but knowing where your sprinklers are, knowing where the water shutoff is, knowing where the breaker systems are, um, you know, all those pieces um, I think are extremely um, valuable to have because you just never know when, when folks are around. Um, I'm lucky I've got a, a bucket and a, a mop in my office just in case, cause you never know. Um, we had somebody throw up on the floor during a basketball game one time. So we had to clean up. So having access to everything and knowing where things are, I think is, is very important as well. Cause I mean, you just, you know, even through six years, I can tell some stories of things that have happened that, you know, you would have never thought of the you know, mm -hmm. backward dropping, you know, slowly, um, descending is one of them. Like who would have thought that would have happened. So, you know, knowing what your building is and, and where things are, I think is also very important. I think it also gets overlooked because we we think, oh, that's a maintenance thing or that's a custodial thing. Well, if you're there on a, you know, Thursday afternoon at, at, or evening at 6.15 during the fourth quarter of a highly contested game and the custodians are nowhere to be found, well, what are you going to do? You know, so those are just things that you need to think about as well. Yep, it's all good. Hey, that's that's part of that professional development, right? You think you, you might not be growing that way, but you are you are definitely growing as an AD because you'll be able to handle situations hopefully a, a little easier, a little faster. So, uh, Jason, I appreciate you jumping on with us. Um, we we will tag you um, throughout the social medias whenever this is posted. Again, this is probably going to be around the the last week of February, first week of March. Um, okay. so, you know, right into the middle of uh, like state conference season. So, um, and when you're hearing this, you know, ho hopefully you're registered to go to your state conference. Um, and you know, if, if, uh, you know, I know Jason would, wouldn't mind you reaching out to him if you've got any questions, especially on that, that dual role and, and how to get through it. Yeah. So, reach out anytime. Yep. So again, for those that are listening, I, I appreciate you joining us and, uh, we'll see you next time at the wall of fame. Our mission is to bring your school's legacy to life. We transform school tributes to make it easier than ever to celebrate your whole community, showcasing your school's diverse history, proudest moments, and top role models. We understand that the true value of our Wall of Fame is in your content. Whether you are starting a new tribute or adding to an existing one, we give you all the resources you need to build an interactive experience and take your content to the next level. For more information about the Wall of Fame and a 5% discount, visit vitalsignswalloffame.com backslash ready.